Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on The Mondo Show here in Studio B at Morningside Studios. Coming to you from the Voice of the Prophets Network. I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life and to share these great moments with you. On today's show, I am going to be talking to my guest that is probably one of the voices to love Israel. And as you know, Israel has been in the news the last several months. But more than that, the hate towards the Jewish people is what they call anti-Semitic movement that is arising once again. But you know, this morning as I was reading my Bible, uh, I couldn't help myself but to go back to the book of Genesis and understand how the nation of Israel was established and that what do we get from it? You know, many people want to hate Israel or they want to hate the Jewish people, but don't even understand the blessing or the curse behind it. Can I just give you a little scripture before I introduce my special guest today? Because she is going to talk to us about the anti-Semitic movement that is taking place. And are we, you know, talking about the same Jesus? Are we talking about a Roman Jesus? Are we talking about the Jewish Jesus? Who is to blame for the death of Christ? Is it the Romans? Is it the Jewish people? I mean, there's so many questions about Israel. And listen, I love Israel. I was in Israel in 2014 when our family, our ministry partnered together with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, and I got to experience Israel for the very first time after reading the Bible, after reading books about Israel, I finally got the opportunity to step into the, into the land that it's so mysterious, but yet again, so familiar to us. It changed my life. It changed the way I read the Bible. It changed the way I see Jewish people. It's, it changes the way you worship God himself. Why? Because of this scripture right here, Genesis chapter 12. And I want you to go grab your Bible. If you haven't picked up your Bible in years, I want you to pick it up, dust it off, and clean it up and go to Genesis chapter 12 because there's a blessing for you and I. The moment you begin to read this book, there's a blessing behind it. And this is the blessing that God himself wanted you and I to know for this hour that we're in right now. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your family, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. This is for you right now. I will bless them who bless you. Oh, and I will curse him who curses you. This one right here got me because, and in all your families of the earth will be blessed. Listen to me. I don't understand why so many people in the church, I'm not talking about outside of the church, I'm talking about in the church, choose to curse Israel and curse the Jewish people. From within the church, I know ministries, I know people right now that are Christian people, and I'm sure they're great Christian people, but at the same time, how can you love and hate with the same sentence, with the same words? The very nation that God established on the earth to say that if you bless them, 
God is going to bless you, but if you curse them, God is going to curse you. I don't understand. Maybe my special guest today can help me understand what is going on inside of the church? What is going on inside of Christianity and the religious spirit wanting to be a part of the anti-Semitic movement to curse themselves by cursing Israel? I don't know about you, but I want God's blessing in my life. I want God to bless me. I want God to bless my family. I want God to bless my nation. I want God to bless my people. I want God to bless my community. And if all I need to do is to bless the nation of Israel, then I want to do that because I want to be on God's side. You know, and it's one of those things where, and I can understand it. I can understand why people can be anti-Semitic. And I'm going to ask my special guest some valid questions on why is it that Israel seems to be taking all the credit and, and wants to be praised all the time? And what do we do with that? Isn't that too prideful? Well, stay tuned because my special guest today is Archbishop Dr. Dominica Bierman. She is the founder and president of Kadesh Map Ministries and United Nations for Israel. She's a preacher, an author, musician, and get this, and television broadcaster. Archbishop's program, From Israel to the Nations, is now on the Voice of the Prophets Network, the PTL Network, which, by the way, you can watch right now when you get your Roku Express. I'm not trying to do a shameless plug here for the Roku. I just want you to have this Roku Express because it's the new way to streaming live programs or pre-tape on-demand programs. This right here, the Roku Express, for a $30 donation, all you have to do is go to ptlshop.com or you can call me at 1-888-777-3530, order your Roku Express. All you have to do is download the channel, the PTL Network channel, and you too can become part of the Roku family as I am and millions of people are today. But you can watch her program. This is a very special program. I want you to watch this video of Israel to the nations. Then I'm going to introduce you to my special guest as we talk about why so many people have hated and, and they dislike Israel and the Jewish people, the anti-Semitic movement that is taking place. Watch this, and I'll be back in just a second. So first of all, we know the thief. And we know the thief is Satan, and he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his job. He's professional at it. The problem is that most of us may not be professional enough at knowing what to do when he does what he does. When you are passive, you will allow the devil to do whatever he wants to do. But when you trust Yahweh, then you're gonna go into the mode that he wants you to go to and seek him and know what to do at all times. Without the Holy Spirit and fire, we cannot take charge properly. That's a reason with millions and millions of Christians are hopeless, helpless, depressed. Messianics too, because they've left the Holy Spirit and fire and they are not empowered for the wickedness of these end times. Beloved ones, we are in difficult times and to be honest with you, I'm not so sure that this is going to change any time soon. I take charge over my body. You know why? Because my body is the tool that Yahweh uses to serve him. This is what he has on earth. He's got my body. That's why he says in Romans 12, verse 1, 
He says, present your body as a living sacrifice, for that is your reasonable, not even extravagant, but reasonable act of worship, of service. The authority of Satan is not comparable with the authority that Yeshua left us with. He said, all authority has been given unto me. He didn't say that he left a little bit of authority for the devil. He said, all authority, and Matthew 28, right? All authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. He didn't say, well, I just got 80% of the authority and I left 20% for Satan. No, no. He said, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. The Satan doesn't have any of the kingdom authority. None of it. And the best is that you know it right now because he only works by deceit. He only works by lies and by manipulations. And when you believe that he has authority, then he has authority over you. From Israel to the nations, that was an amazing B-roll. I want to remind you, you can order the Roku Express to watch the program that you just viewed on the air right now. It is so important that we have ways to live stream into your home. As we're watching the cancel culture taking over social media platforms, we have to create our own platforms. If we don't create our own platforms, listen, stop crying about it. Stop, you know, Facebook and YouTube cancel. Get out of there. Listen, you have no business in their business. Listen, God has called us to be in the business to proclaiming and preaching the gospel. That's giving creativity. You know what? I believe that it's time for a birth of new creativity. Amen. That's why Pastor Jim and Lori, we launched the PTL Network, listen, to have our own platforms. Because if one day cancel culture wants to cancel you because of what you preach, mm -hmm. what you believe in, what you stand for, your values... Listen, we have to have our own platforms. If we don't have our own platforms, listen, we're going to be left out in the dry crying a river. And before you do that, join the PTL network. All you have to do is order the Roku Express. This is how you support me. This is how you support the PTL network. For a $30 donation, you can order yours today, ptlshop.com, or you can give me a call at 1-888-777-3530. PTLshop.com is the best place. Well, listen, I need to stop talking. I got a very special guest. She speaks Spanish. I feel at home. I tell you that right <laughs> now. You remind me of my mother. You know that? Me acuerdo de mi mamá. Sí. <laughs> Dominica? Dominica. Domin listen, I've never had anybody with this special name, but I got to give you a proper introduction. You are an archbishop, a doctor. Welcome to the program. Shalom. Bienvenida. Shalom. Shalom. Muchas gracias. Estoy muy contenta de estar contigo. I'm very happy to be with uh, you today. Listen, it's so good to have <laughs> you. I watched your programs. I watched you from afar. I read your book. The Identity Theft, by the way, is the brand new book that we're going to talk about. This book right here is going to open up your heart, your mind, and your ears. And listen, we have to understand who do we believe in. We have to know why the, the nation of Israel is so important. Can I ask you this? Why so many people, you love Israel. You look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. You are a beautiful lady. I love everything Sweet. that you represent. Why, maybe I shouldn't start this way, but why so many people in the church? I'm not talking about outside of church. I don't care what happens outside mm. of the church. Mm. Listen, the world has got their own business. That's right. We got to worry about the church business, the, 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 what we are born into spiritually. Amen. 
And so many people are worried about the world. I don't care what the world is doing. We yeah. preach the gospel to the world. Come on. But when it comes to the church business, when it comes to our faith, the church has probably been the most guilty of anybody else. As a matter of fact, I believe, this is my opinion, the church is the creator of cancel culture. They cancel Jesus. Uh -huh. They cancel people that fall they cancel preachers that fall, and they don't want to restore preachers. They cancel people that don't, that have questions. You said something powerful, and I'm going to let you talk, but i got to establish this. We want the truth. My generation wants the truth. Amen. Your generation, I believe, wants to know and establish the truth because so much politics in the church has created an environment that we don't understand. Therefore, we have an environment of this young generation that hates the Jewish people, they don't even know why. Why is there such hate uh, against or towards the Jewish people in Israel within the church? Beloved, I truly believe that it's connected with that identity theft. Because if they knew that the Messiah is a Jewish Messiah, they could never hate his people. Mm. But the moment they do not understand that, and you know, sometimes some people know it cognizantly in their mind, but they don't have it in their heart. And you're talking about this cancel culture. Yeah. Yeshua was canceled. That's right. You need to realize that the first canceled was him. Today, unfortunately, if Yeshua, I'm talking about Yeshua, and mm -hmm. on purpose I didn't say Jesus Christ, because yeah. Yeshua is the name the Father called the Son. Uh, and so that's the covenant name, and that, you know, your name shows your identity. I knew that you were Spanish because it's Mondo <laughs> de la Vega. And I said, <laughs> Not German, not French. Este, este guy is Latino. Right, este guy is Latino. <laughs> and I knew, oh, that's so exciting. I want to, be. I asked to be on your show oh. because I saw what you were doing and I love what you're doing. And so I love the hunger. I love the thirst. Yes. And, and you present to me a generation. But Yeshua as a Jewish Messiah was canceled in the church. If in on the doors of most churches today, mm -hmm. he will not be let in. If I bring to many churches today what is written in this book, many of them will go like that. It Why? will be a cancel culture. Why? And that takes me to the history that I've written in the identity theft. And the history is because mm -hmm. of replacement theology. I want mm -hmm. you to get very comfortable with this terminology. Because replacement theology means that everything got replaced. And that's in the church right now? Oh, my gosh. It's seriously. Isn't that serious, though? Is, is it for real? It's very much for real. And I tell you, you know, the reason why, you mm -hmm. know, before I came here, I was praying. And I, I was remembering a time mm -hmm. that I was roaring like a lion over Jerusalem prophetically, but from Jerusalem to the nations because I was sent from Israel to the nations. That's why mm. my program is called that way. And I was roaring for 40 minutes like a lion. And all of a sudden I said, Father, why am I roaring like this? He said, because you're roaring over an entire fatherless generation. Wow. And I knew wow. that I had, I had to do something concerning that generation to bring the fatherhood of God, the motherhood of God, because he's a father and a mother. When did you fall in love with Israel? Well, I was born. And the Israel people. You know, I, I'm Jewish. And uh, my father was a Zionistic leader, and he made Aliyah. He brought a boatload of Chileans from Chile to make Aliyah to Israel in 1970. So, so I was raised in the love of Israel. Wow. So you're Chilean. Chilean, yes. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Un día de esto vamos a hablar español. Yes, I feel very comfortable in Spanish. Let's, me too. 
I don't even know how I'm speaking English. <laughs> but you're Chilean. How important is it to know our roots? Because it traces wow. back to the Jewish people and, and the blessing that we carry. It's, it's that bloodline, right? Yes, how, that's right. How, how did you know you were Jewish? I mean, I'm asking you simple questions, but I'm okay. going somewhere because it establishes your love for the nation of Israel and the people of Israel what happened when you discovered you were Jewish? Because a lot of I, I ask you that because when people find out they're Jewish, they hide it, especially because right now. Afraid. Absolutely, because yeah, the afraid. hate, you know, especially right now, people don't like the fact that too much love is going to Israel and not enough love to the Palestinian people. Oh, and I, I want to make it clear, we love the Palestinian people. As a matter of fact, some of my heritage for my family is Palestinian people. And I love you guys. But no one thing, there's only one Savior. Mm -hmm. That's the King Jesus. And I know we'll have different, you know, views about it and whatnot. But I love you. I appreciate what you guys do. But there's so much misunderstanding. But when you realized you had Jewish bloodline, what did that mean to you? You know what? I was raised in it, but I can only tell you what happened to me when I, wa I was going to a Catholic English school when I was very young in Chile because my parents wanted me to get the best education and it happened to be in that school. And the Jews could all come out into the yard to play during the time of catechismo classes, right? Ah. When they teach the catechism, the Catholic faith. And, but I chose to remain in those classes because I was so curious. And I used to draw a little bit. But you know what? They began to teach that the Jews are going to all burn yeah. in hell forever and that they have no redemption. So I was drawing a fire and the Jews burning into the fire. And when I went home, I took it, my notebook. My mother was checking my notebooks. And when she saw that I'd drawn a bonfire and the Jews burning in it, she was so upset. She went to school. She said, this is anti-Semitism. Wow. And she took me out of an ear, the una oreja, yeah. as we say, right? <laughs> she took me from my ears to a Hebrew school so that I will learn what does it mean to be Jewish. Wow. And it definitely changed my life. You know, she did something that I'm doing with my kids. My wife and I are very transparent with our kids. We teach them about the Jewish people. I got the opportunity to, to go to Israel for the first time in 2014. And when I came back, I shared stories. And, and, I, and I, you know, we were honest and open about it. But I think it begins then. It's teaching your children about the Jewish people and, and, and the bloodline. And, and they asked me an important question. They said, Dad, do we have Jewish roots? Do we have a bloodline? And that gave me the, I said, I don't know. You I said, but do. Let, let me find out. Let me, let me trace the heritage all the way back. And I think I do. The, the La Vegas, I, I think, think have Jewish people in them, the Saavedras. So I'm going to find out. But I want to tell you something. We are living, this book right here, The Identity Theft. What do you mean by that? Okay, well, you see, on the fourth century, when... Officially, there was an act of divorce between the then uh, predominantly Roman Gentile church and the Jewish Messiah mm. and the Jewish people. And that act of divorce is called the Council of Nicaea, where Emperor Constantine said, 
uh, we should have nothing in common with the Jews because the Savior showed us another way. From that moment that he said that and a lot of more hideous things than that, mm -hmm. then what happened is that the church could never have anything in common with the Jews and then they moved into another Savior. That was a Roman Savior. The name changed instead of calling him Yeshua, which is the name that the Father called the Son, mm -hmm. Huh? Then they called him Jesus Christ, Jesus Christus, and then they changed the feast, the original biblical feast. Understand that the disciples until the fourth century met on Shabbat, mm -hmm. which is the seventh day, and they celebrated the feast together with the Jewish people. But from the fourth century and on, it was nothing in common with the Jews. So the identity of the Messiah, the mm -hmm. Jewish Messiah was completely lost. And what happened is that anti-Semitism was born the way we know it today. Wow. So this is not something new. No, it started, well, I'd say from the second century and on, it started very, very seriously, but it was solidified, you know, like an act yes. that was signed and sealed of a divorce between the church mm -hmm. and the Jewish people and the Jewish Messiah. You know, when I read about the nations, and I, and I had it here, when you go to the book of Joel, and I dare you to go open up your Bible, some of you probably haven't read your Bible in years. You don't even know what it says. Mm -hmm. But God is going to judge the nations. Yes. And I found it very interesting that your, pro your program is called From Israel to the Nations, right? And when I read here, Joel chapter 3, in those days and at that time when I restore mm -hmm. the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, another key, restoration. Lo God loves restoration, he does. right? Yep. I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Get this. And I love this here because God is a, a God of restoration, a God of faithfulness, but a God that will also understand what will take place to all the nations that came against Israel. Mm. I will enter into judgment with them there regarding my people and my heritage, Israel whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. That's it. What, let's talk about this, because there's so much argument about the land. Why can't the Palestinians just have that land? Well, it's a biblical issue. We need to realize that... Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> did you just... Oh, man. It's we... not a political issue. It's a biblical issue. That's it. You, you stop trying to make everything so political. Church, stop making everything about politics when it comes to biblical issues. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Biblical issues. Um, be quiet. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to be quiet. Biblical issues. Why does that separate everything? Everything. Because it means the difference between men's agendas and God's will. Now, we need to realize... Wait. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my. I hope you're getting this. I, I'm, I love this because you're teaching me so much. I've been walking with God 20-some years, and you're saying some tweetable moments right now. Mm. Okay, keep going. I, I'm, I love this. It's almost Latino, so we interrupt each other. No, we I get love each this. Other. I, you talk with your hands, too. Yes. That's perfect. That's, I better keep my hands. No, no, please don't. I feel very comfortable. Then I don't feel conscious that I do. Um, you see, what happens is this. God promised that land to Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the Jewish people throughout generations. In fact, in Psalms 105, it says that he has made the land covenant unto one 
thousand generations. Ooh. And so anyone that messes up with his land covenant will end up in the valley of judgment. Is that as simple as it goes? And that's the reason why we are seeing this shaking in the nations. Wow. And even, you know, I have all kinds of books, but I've got a book called Stormy Weather that within 24 hours of any kind of political decision against Israel to divide the land of Israel, America got hit with the most horrendous hurricanes. You wrote that book. Yes, yes. The most horrendous hurricanes and other things. And it it is very, very serious. You remind me of a friend of mine, William Koenig. He wrote a book. I quote him. Did you quote him? I quote him in my book. Whoa. I quote him in my book. I love William. He's so exact about what he's doing. You know, every time I've studied this for 20-some years, and you're right. Every time something happens majorly in America, I always go back to William and, and what he's immediately to find out because we are tied to Israel, yes. whether we like to admit it or not. I mean, there's such warfare. It might, man, I can't believe my time is running out for th this program. Listen, you're going to have to go to my podcast to get the full interview because we're going to have an afterglow. And if you want to listen more to this conversation, I want you to go to my podcast because we're going to talk some more behind the scenes and things that we probably cannot get into right I'm now. But I want yeah. you to get the book, The Identity Theft. This book right here is going to give you the insight of where we are right now. Listen, time to defeat anti-Semitic, anti-Semitism in the church. You have the power, but you have to get educated. You have to know what you believe in. You have to know what the scriptures say. Listen, I said it in the beginning of the show. I want to be blessed. And if all I need to do is bless Israel and its people, then I'm going to do that because I want my, my generation. I want my kids. I want my community. I want my, my own life to be blessed. I know my time is running out. What is your message that you want to tell people? We'll talk some more on my podcast, but for this program, what is the message you want people to know about this book? Restoration. It's restoration of all things need to happen right now. And we've got to get the church restored to the original gospel that came out of Israel 2,000 years ago. The original gospel is the gospel made in Zion. It's not made in Babylon, not made in Rome, not even in New York. It's made in Zion. And when we go back there, the spiritual schizophrenia that is happening in the church, because there is a spiritual schizophrenia. Wow. It's like one thing is being preached from the pulpit, another lived mm -hmm. in the streets. It's, it's something that's causing the people to be sick mentally, spiritually, and physically. I believe that the identity theft revoked Yeshua, the Jewish Messiah, received the Torah, the, the commandments of God written in our heart, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the glory will come. And believe me, the rest will be his story. Wow. It's restoration. Archbishop Dominica Bierman is on the program right now. You can go get the book on her website. I'm going to put a link on the screen, The Identity Theft. you got to get this book in your hand. I can sit for hours, grab my cup of coffee, sit with you, and have Bible study and understand really where are we when it comes to the times that we're in right now. But more than that, you and I, if you are born-again Christian. Listen, don't be a part of the anti-Semitic movement. You're cursing yourself. You don't even know what you're talking about, probably. Or you, maybe you're too high and mighty that you know too much, probably. But listen, when it comes to the word, either the word's a liar or you're the liar. That's it. What does the book have to say? Listen, I got to go. I want you to hear more of my conversation with my special guest. Go to my podcast. I'm going to put a link on the screen. 
you got to hear more of what we're talking about. I wish I had an hour because I, I can talk to you for an hour. Podemos hablar Amen. por una hora, hablarte lo que está sucediendo. But more than that, listen, go to the website and just watch this program. I love you. There's so much to know about where we're going, about where we are right now. I pray that no matter what is going on in your life, keep your faith. Understand that God has made you for a purpose. My special guest said it perfectly. God is in the business of restoration. God wants to restore you. I got to go. Bye-bye.